Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast. And I think, as you can tell by the guest I'm joined with today, Winston Neville, co-host of the Orange Peelers podcast, TikTok, yep. TikTok sensation, yeah. hot dog man. <laughs> How are we? Yeah, living the dream, mate. It was a good weekend of footy. I think, obviously, some good things happened and some bad things happened, but overall, living the dream. How are you going, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm actually a bit like mixed emotions about the footy at the moment. With um, Cronulla looked like they were about to get shocked. On yeah. Thursday night. Oh. <laughs> you know. were messaging me through the game. You're like, what's going on? I'm yeah. like... The first half wasn't wasn't good from the Sharks. Oh, no, no. Less than impressive. You know, like, statistically, like, the best attacking team at the comp. It's yeah. just like... We did put the points on in the end. We got over yeah, the line. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? Um, Nico Hines definitely got the three Dalian points oh, that 100%. week. 100%. But um, 100%. he turns it on and he's trying to show Brad Fittler why he needs to get picked for the Blues next year, maybe. Yeah, I think... A lot of people, if not almost everyone, probably thought that he would have got selected in game three. And then yeah. he and then he just didn't because Brad Fittler's an idiot. But he definitely <laughs> proved himself again. He's proved himself already, but he proved himself again that he should be in that squad. Yeah, 100%. But as a Doggies fan, there's a lot to cheer about. There is, mate. There is. A lot to cry about and a lot to cheer about. <laughs> Look, obviously it's sex season at the moment. Yeah. We signed Toby Sexton... Last week, midweek, he had two training sessions and then came out and played a lot for um, Cooper Cronk. Well, it got that. it got confirmed on like the Monday night, didn't it? And then he got named yeah. in the team on the Tuesday. Yeah, so it sort of the news sort of broke Monday night with like all the journals and that breaking it, and then yeah, the club confirmed it on the Tuesday, and then got named on the Tuesday, which a lot of people were like, is he going to get named? Like we've only just signed him. Is it smart to name him? But they named him, and then he had two training sessions. And they threw him out there to the Wolves. He did well. That try-saving dive. Oh. <laughs> oh, that try-saving dive, because I, I, I think I caught the end of the game and because I saw the scores were like getting yeah. really tight and South were making that little comeback. Yeah. Um, I turned it on, and then I think it was in a couple of minutes after I started turn, like, started watching it, he did that dive. I'm like, oh. there's evidence. He's a dog. He's, yeah. got, he's got that He's heart. got that dog in him. He's got the dog nah, in him. Because obviously, like, when the news sort of... When the rumours broke, I didn't... I wasn't suit like I I watched Titans games and that, but not recently because he hasn't played all year, right? So I went back and I literally watched an entire game of like the last game that he played for him, which was the one game he played this year, just to, like get a feel of you know what type of halfback he is and that. And he's just so organisational. He's got a good kicking game. But the one thing I noticed that nobody was really talking about was his effort. Like he's just all effort. Like for example, when the other team puts a kick in. Obviously, forwards don't really get back very fast, and especially the Bulldogs, like they're so lazy and arguably unfit that nobody gets back. But one thing Toby Sexton did at the Titans and on the weekend is he was like always first man back, back there, just organising stuff. And if you know somebody made a line break, he's always there in support. And so it was pretty cool to see that like the last play of the game was him just being all effort diving on a loose ball. Where if he doesn't dive on that south score and win the game, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's good. He's your, he's definitely your most pure half, like that at the club yeah, now. Because like, obviously that was a like you have a lot of them at the club, but they're all like like for instance like Oluwapu's coming through, and then Flanagan is kind of fringe as it is, yeah. and then Burton's obviously still learning his trade, even though he's a very very good player. I think we have a lot of five eights as well. That's the thing. Like we have a lot of five eights who can play halfback but can't play it you know, ex- like exceptionally. Like obviously Burden tried to be halfback and he like, did the job, but yeah. he, he's not a halfback, he's a 5'8". I think at the end of the day, Burden, the way he played as a halfback, he's like if he was playing 5'8 on the other side of the rock. Yeah. Like that's literally. The, that's literally the way he was playing. Because he's not organisational. He's yeah. a ball runner. Yeah. 
He can kick, but yeah. And funnily enough, like that's something I was actually worried about with Nico Hines when he came to Cronulla. I'm like, when he got named as halfback, I'm mm. like, is he going to have that organisational trait? Yeah. Which I think no. maybe one of the main differences between Burton and Hines as a half, that mm. Burton's more kind of ball in hand and he's going to put those bombs up and he's going to run at your defence, whereas Nico doesn't necessarily have to do that to be yeah. have his hands all over the plate, which yeah. I think is cool. No, I agree. Yeah. And you're obviously wearing the Josh Reynolds shirt. Yeah, well, yeah. I love the graphic tee. It's, it's great. It's nice, eh? It's great. Because you, you, I think you showed me one of those. There was a Nico one, and I'm like, oh, mm, I've got to get yeah. it. I'm still yet to buy it, but I think yeah, that, yeah. that'll definitely be a new addition soon. Even I'd rock a Nico shirt. Yeah, honest. I think Probably anyone would. As even, even if he was wearing a blue shirt, I, st- <laughs> I still love him. Yeah. I still love him. Um, but yeah, obviously Josh Reynolds yesterday, the yeah. big news. Announced his retirement, which was super sad. Obviously, like as we were just saying before we jumped on here, that like it was expected. I don't think anyone thought that he was going to play on beyond this season. It was sort of, it has always been just like a fairy tale season, but still the timing of it caught me off guard. Like I didn't wake up yesterday thinking, oh, Josh Reynolds is retiring today. Yeah. And like he's my, like he was my childhood hero. He's one of my favorite players ever. I think if you ask any Bulldogs fan to name their top three favorite players all time, Josh Reynolds is there for like literally every. A hundred percent. He's, he's, he's up there with some of the Canterbury greats. And like, like you're a Sharks fan. Like how do you feel? About like Josh Reynolds trying, like, did it impact you at all? Like, did it affect you at all? No, I think he's um, like you. I think not just for rugby league, but I think sport in general at the moment. I think there's there's a currently a phase going through where you're seeing like those players who played with like the old school players, and they're starting to phase out in the game. Yeah, and I think Josh Reynolds is one of those true guys who understands the mesh of what the new kind of rugby league style is and what the old school rugby league style is like. If he was fit, he'd be all effort, but he still yeah. gives it his all, all passion. You know, he's literally nicknamed yeah. the grub because he'll get in everyone, anyone's yeah. face, whether it's bloody, I don't know, Payne Haas <laughs> or like the shortest bloke on the field. You or know the what ref. I mean? You yeah. saw it like in one of his last games against the one the against Dragons. the Dragons. Yeah. Oh, that was so Flying funny. The ref. And that's what he said in his press conference. He was saying like that, like the effort and the mentality is still there, but his body's just like not going with it. Yeah. And which is like sad, but like that's, that's what happened. The worst thing he ever did was move to the Tigers. Yeah, and he said he just regrets it so much. Yeah, oh, I, I don't blame but him. But I'm just, like, as sad as it is that he's retired, I'm just grateful that we got, like, and like a farewell tour kind of thing. Like, we got one more year of seeing him, like, not only pull on the blue and white jersey, but also finish his career. Yeah. How old was How old was he when he moved to the Tigers? He was he was sort of young, like, late 20s, like, around 28. So, so basically hitting his prime as a half. Mm, yeah. And then he went Super League, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, went to Super League and just didn't kill it there. And that's why... And then he had, like, a year off. Yeah. And then he got that training trial deal. Yeah. And then obviously got named in the top 30. Yeah, but and then got to make his official return. And I think... I think... Um, not has a lot to do with it, but I think he's figured out that by the dogs bringing Toby Sexton in, his ser- services aren't well, really... Well, that's... The only reason they got to bring him in was because he gave up his top 30 spot. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And yeah. And, like, there was... News breaking before the game on Saturday. It was like Josh Reynolds basically like gives up his career, and I was, it was all it was Daily Telegraph, so it's behind a paywall. I was like, "What's like, what's this all about?" Yeah. And that's why I was like having conversations with people that night and on Sunday, like talking about like, "Oh, like he's going to retire anyway." Yeah, obviously I didn't. Think so it was whether he played day. cup for the rest of the year or yeah. if he, or if he just gave up. There yeah, and so then. he had a top thirty spot, and the top thirty was full. Yeah, and obviously you can play if you're outside of the top thirty. It depending on like injuries and stuff, but to sign Toby Sexton, somebody had to lose a spot, and so he put his hand up and said, "Yeah, I'll move myself on." Yeah. Whilst we're on the tra- topic of the dogs, <laughs> a few young guns on the weekend played, and they actually impressed me. 
Yeah. Who who did you find most impressive? Um, Quay Ward. Yeah, the center. Oh. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah. He, he had a few good tackle busts, this and that, yeah. doing his thing. Was he playing in centers? Yes, yeah. he's a center. He's a big, big body. He's Because I was going to say, I didn't know if he was playing on an edge at one point because yeah. he's, he's, he's a big boy. He could boy. handle the edge. He's, right. he's a big boy. He's sort of slow as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he probably would suit second row. Yeah, yeah no, less, less mobile center. Yeah, we signed him mid-season from the Broncos, like a month ago, I reckon. And ever since we got on, I've been watching... Like, I watched Cup, obviously, for that reason. Like, I've been watching Ethan Quay Ward closely. And he's a big boy, can he, bust a tackle. He could be anything. He, he could be anything. And that's like a lot of Bulldog fans and maybe even NRL fans have been like, why isn't Skelton getting picked? And ever since we signed Quay Ward, I'm like, Skelton's not getting picked over Quay Ward. Like, Quay Ward... Skelton's got errors in him and his defences and all there were Quay Ward. He's like NRL ready. Yeah. And he was NRL ready at the Broncos. And then... When news broke that someone was debuting, everyone was saying it was going to be Skelton. Yeah. And then Guru was like, no, it's Quay Ward. And I'm like, that makes sense because, yeah, could be anything. He actually, I have a mate who plays in the Panthers system. In He's in between, like, Flig and Cup. And I was watching him play Cup the other week against the Bulldogs. And he had to mark up against Quay Ward and got towed up. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Poor he mate. He wasn't happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then, obviously, Wilson got the Hattie as well. Which- yeah. Which, uh, uh, another player I like watching in New South Wales Cup is he... I noticed him in the trials at the start of this year. Yeah, because he was meant to play Magic Round, wasn't he? And then, yeah. he, and then he something happened. We didn't Kiraz... Yeah, he was meant to debut instead of Kiraz. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and Magic Kiraz Round. ended up playing. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's he's such a good player. He's a good kid as well. And it was his first try and then it turned into a hat-trick. Yeah, that's And insane. he had the try celebration as well. Yeah. Do you think he keeps his spot on the like in the side like maybe they shift in the center because yeah. obviously they push have really at fullback now yes if i was picking it because obviously ado car comes back in this week yeah so somebody's got to make room i'd be pushing Karaz to center mm. and then i'd bring I'd, and obviously fox comes back in on that wing and then i'd bump out probably quay ward and keep burns yeah because burns is just more reliable but i'd happily keep quay ward or even yeah, I, I'd say you keep. I'd say you keep Burns. It sounds like more yeah. more experience. He's head. so reliable. Yeah, and you can put him on, like you can put either of them on either side because they can all basically yeah. play on the wings. And yeah. if they want to cover center as well, then you know, like, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Like if they can distribute out of both hands. And yeah, like Karaz debuted at center, and he was a really good center last year. I didn't know that. And then just ended up moving to the wing. I don't know why. So like he'll handle. He's a big enough center. body to play center. Yeah, hundred percent. He's huge. Because yeah. I remember in that Cronulla game yeah. when we went to watch dogs Cronulla when um Perham got moved to center someone got moved on the wing and Karaz was at fullback at one point yeah yeah and then it ended up changing to Avarillo and then back to Perham and I'm like what's going on and you're like why is Ciro making changes yeah. mid-game yeah that's Karaz can cover fullback as well he actually trained at fullback in preseason up until Christmas interesting so they sort of changed their mind because they just didn't have a winger yep they didn't have anyone to cover the wing well enough yeah it's like Wilson was still just in cup at that stage and stuff. Yep. And so they, um, that's half the reason Perham ended up going to fullback. Yep. Is because Karaz just, they needed a winger. Yeah. <laughs> and so they pushed Karaz to the wing. Yeah. Because, yeah, he played fullback in the World Cup for Lebanon. Yeah. So yeah. That, make, yeah, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Um, I know you're going to go over a lot of this on your own pod, but let's just briefly touch on the games this week. Is there any yeah, other ones you want to, you want to mention? Because um, obviously there was obviously the, it's obviously obviously rep round, so there's yeah. all, there was only like a select few games that got played, um, but um, you're obviously at a core on Saturday night. Well, we were talking about the Sharks Tigers game, obviously twelve all twelve all at half time. But what did you like? Go deeper on the Sharks. What did you? Well, think? I'll be honest. Right, I was watching the game. 
but I had the ashes on at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. I was watching both. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like Cronulla just such a momentum team. We're oh, such a snowball team. Yeah. You you get hit with one try and then a quick one after. Yeah, that's a game done because we're yeah. going to hit you with another two or three. Yeah. Um, but when you get stuck in a rut and we're back on our own line and like the Tigers are. You can see they're developing into a dangerous team. They've got some good young players in there. Like that mm. junior Tupo, he's really good. Yeah. Um, they've got a few um, young forwards. Um, I think that's... Sh- is his name Shane Bloor? Yeah, Sean Bloor. Uh, Sean Bloor. Yeah, is he young? Uh, is he young? Yeah, he is young. He was actually... And I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that I went and found this stat myself. I heard it on a podcast, I think, from I think from Bloke in a Bar, that he captained like the, the New South Wales side, I think it was. So it was like... The captains, like the under 19s or whatever, it was like Haas, and then it was Murray, and then it was Sean Bloor. Like, yeah, so he he's was 20... up there with them. Yeah, he's 22. And then they've obviously got that young kid whilst Coruscant's out, um, Talon De Silva. Yeah, he goes all right, hey. Yeah, he's not too bad. Um, I was actually at Campbelltown Stadium for his debut. Yeah, And he had, he had about a 250-person entourage yeah. on the hill, screaming his name every time he touched <laughs> yeah. the ball. It was actually really Love funny. Um, yeah, but the, obviously... It's just, I think the, the Tigers squad's just patchy. Like, they've got quality in really good areas. Like, their forward pack's really good. Um, Stefano, Clemmer, Papali, Bateman. Bateman, yeah. yeah. Like, they've got some good forwards. But I think those backs and the halves, once they get a bit of work there. Um, They're missing Appy and Brooks and Dewey so much as well. Yeah, if, well, if those three were there, they'd actually yeah. be probably, like, Ten, like close to like 10th 11th i reckon yeah 100 percent. because they obviously got a few good wins they obviously got that shock win over penrith earlier in the year mm. um they obviously stunned us till after half time yeah. on thursday night they, but, they nearly beat like the bulldogs they like put on a late comeback they were like one that's right that? That, was that at belmore yeah, yeah yeah they put on that late comeback and like obviously like we're premiership threat so that that says a lot if you're nearly beating the bulldogs <laughs> <laughs> Wait, next year. As per, as per, as per your quote, next year, next year. It doesn't matter who we sign, 2024. Actually, what? back to the dogs. What do we think of this Tino thing? Oh, isn't that insane? It's so funny. Because it's just, it got blown out of proportion so much. Because the way, like, obviously I'm biased, so I'm going to, like, take the club side. But the way, from what I read, what I've heard, to my understanding, what happened was the Bulldogs sort of came up with the idea of, let's offer Payne Haas... Four million over four years is what's being reported, and we'll offer him a share in a pub as well. You mean Tino? Oh, who? What did I say? Payne Haas. Oh no! Oh, we, they, oh mate, we're, we're also after Payne Haas reportedly. So I'm like, I'll take them all. Yeah, we need some forwards. I'm desperate for some forwards. But yeah, sorry, Tino. Yeah, and then to my understanding, they didn't offer him that. They went to the NRL and said, "This is something we want to do. Can you tell us if we're allowed to?" Like they weren't trying to yeah, do the, it under the NRL's nose. Or yeah, but yeah, they've come back and said that it has to be included in the salary. Yeah, cap. and then the NRL like, no, nah, you probably can't do that because it was like because Melbourne did something similar with a betting company. They had like players sign contracts and got shares in a betting company, but it's because it wasn't a guaranteed like return. Where Arthur Laundy, who's like the major sponsor that was offering the yeah. share, he said, "If this doesn't make money, I'll pay you back for like your stake," and so it was guaranteed money. Whereas what? it has to be like a risk. So nah, like, that's that yeah, that's so like say that's the catch. Yeah. That's the catch. So say he was like putting up a hundred thousand dollar investment and if it doesn't like return, return positively, yeah. I'll give you a hundred thousand. If it doesn't return a hundred and something yeah. percent. And that's where the NRL were like, well no, because that's guaranteed money where if it wasn't guaranteed money, 
like if there was risk involved and it was like a normal investment, then it would have probably been allowed. Yeah, and the dogs ultras hate Tino as well. <laughs> yeah, they hate Tino. Uh, after that, mean, after, love after, Tino, bro. No, after, that, <laughs> after the burden situation. Oh, we've never said a bad word about Tino. I wish I wish I had your old TikTok to reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a big old, yeah. We, yeah, that. We yeah, yeah. That. We won't talk about that, Sham. We we might um have to put an explicit logo yeah. if we do. Um, yeah. What other games were happening on the weekend? I didn't. Oh, what do we think of the Raiders try celebration? Oh, how good was that? If that's like dead set best try celebration ever. That was so funny, and the yeah. fact that they actually put Elliot Whitehead. Yeah. As the batsman is yeah. the best part they about it. They put the pom as the pom. The attention yeah. to detail was insane. Like, there's English teachers all over the world wanting to rip apart that try celebration just because the attention to detail. Yeah. Even Piers Morgan wanted to have a, yeah. rip, have, a, have a rip at it. He's like, oh, oh not only you're an Englishman, you're a Yorkshireman. Have, have some shame. Yeah, what a loser. Eat bro. your heart out, Piers Morgan. <laughs> Eat your heart out. It's for charity. <laughs> <laughs> like, it bros against charity getting $10,000. Are you serious? Yeah, literally. Have a laugh, mate. Is it so? Is it. They pick so what, so I understand the try try July thing. Yeah. But the way that the money works is what they do is the best try celebration from that game. Is that what nah, they do? So every try celebration five grand. Yeah. And this is an unnamed betting company uh, putting up this money. Mm. <laughs> we won't go into details yeah. about yeah. the betting company. Yeah, we won't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they put up five thousand dollars for every try celebration. But if it's a really really good one, like that cricket one. Ten thousand, they double it. Yeah. See, I thought it was just five thousand across the board, and then I saw they got ten thousand for that one. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, di- I didn't, I wasn't sure what the, yeah. the go was. And then they're, they're, the unnamed betting company has actually said if somebody in Origin recreates the famous grenade one, you familiar with the grenade celebration? Yes. From Origin, I yes. think it was Fletcher. Was it Fletcher that did it? I think it might have been Brian Fletcher, but I don't remember for sure. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, they- I saw a funny celebration on. Um, I think it might have been Freddie in the eighth. Of Joey John yeah. smoking the footy. Yeah. yeah. And he's just, just like cigar. covering his eyes. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, they've said if somebody does the grey one in origin, fifty thousand. It has to happen. And like if if the game blows out, like I think a team will do it. I don't know if they'll do it if it's nice and close. Because yeah. like we've got the Maroons thirteen plus anyway. So <laughs> it's all good. It's like cause there's just some for some reason, you know, coach old school coaches hate the celebration and people said there's Oregon and stuff. But I think let it happen all year round. I love the try celebrations. I love them. They're great. Um, but I think it's ever ever so special yeah, this month fun. because with this unnamed betting company yeah. <laughs> doing doing yeah. doing um uh, putting up the money, which is great. Um, yeah. Um, you know what? I reckon we put a hold on the rest of the games because you'll get into that on your own podcast probably. Yeah. Go watch Orange Peelers. Yeah, go watch Orange Peelers. <laughs> there'll be there'll be links to ev- all these stuff yeah, in the description anyway. Um, do you want to start getting into Origin? I don't know if I want to, to be honest. Josh is a New South Wales fan. Do we want to touch on Origin? <laughs> I love to touch yeah. on Origin. Um, but yeah, there's not really much like to talk about in terms of like conspiring what's going to happen, you know, like mm. going, oh, this could happen or this could happen or why was this selection made and this one wasn't. Mm. The only real selection thing that I've really t- t- taken notice of is two utilities on the bench for the Blues. Yeah. Yeah, it's so dumb. And then Brad Fittler has come out and said there's no plan for one of them. <laughs> Which makes it even worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I obviously so there's Gutho and Reese Robson on the bench. One's one's a hooker and one's a utility, right? Game one. Let's let's rewind. Game one, Brad Fittler picks Nico Hines on the bench. Good selection. As a utility, great selection. Didn't have a game plan Awful for use. <laughs> Awful use of selection. For, what, 10 minutes at centre when Turbo got hurt. They lose the game. Nico Hines gets dropped from Oregon. Hasn't. 
as a bean back. Yeah. Game yeah. two, Freddie goes, all right, that didn't work. Let's do the two hooker thing. Good selection. Like, yeah, it's a good game plan. Queensland do it every game and kill us with it every game. Where did Damien Cook end up playing? <laughs> Left center. We watched it together. Yeah, misused him. Obviously, there was an injury, but you could have put anyone else there. Cameron Murray only played all his junior rugby union at left center. Yeah. But that's fine. You know, yo, um, what's, um, I forget the Raiders player's name. Oh, Young. He's been yeah, Young. Now. Yeah, he got Even dri- Frizzell probably could have done a job oh, at center. Yeah, 100%. But no, let's put the hooker there and ruin that game plan and we lose the game, lose the series. Yep. So what does Fred, Freddie Fielder do for game three? He picks the utility. And the hooker, mate. He's got he's got both plans in mind. He's too smart. Like, why not do both? Because they can't both go wrong. And then his other two bench options are: it is Yo and who's the other? Saifidi. Saifidi. Oh, that's that's a weird selection. So they got Yo. Who? Why would you drop Junior Paulo and pick Saifidi? Why would you drop Junior Paulo and then pick his forward partner from club level in Regan Campbell Gillard? When his halfback is his club halfback and the club fullback is on the bench. Yeah, good All point. All he does is talk about combos, but then he drops the para front rower for the other para and then front he, rower. And then, although he's been good for the Blues this year, I still don't think Crichton is the best center option for the Blues, or at least the best two. Oh, well, look, I don't want to be rude to Bradman Best here, Josh, but why is Bradman Best at center? Well, why Matt Burton's been picked at 18th man for both game yeah. one and two, and now yeah. he's not even 18th man for this, yeah. for this couldn't, team? Couldn't get picked at center. And I have a... But then... Because obviously the team was picked last week and Bradman Best towed up Paul Alamotti against the Bulldogs when they won 66 yeah. nil. Let me ask you this. The way that Brad Fittler has done his selections, if the team was selected today, who do you reckon would be centre? Bradman Best or Matt Burton? Matt Burton. Because how good did he play on the weekend? He was brilliant. He had like 12 points and yeah. I don't know the rest of the stats, but there must he have been... It. Yeah, he, he killed, killed it. it. And that's the problem with Brad Fittler. Wasn't he Bloke's Player of the Week? He was Bloke in a bar Player of the Week. And you know what? He's Check the score podcast, Player of the Week. You know what? Know. Yeah. Why not? Whenever we do a podcast and we're reviewing games, we're going to have a Player of the Week or a Person of the Week. And it was Matt Burden. Yeah. The footy show have an unnamed beer company, Hard Earned Index. We're going to have our own one. Someone sponsor this podcast and we'll do a Hard Earned Player Index. Yeah. Share that. Two years or someone. Jump on. Yeah. It's jump Better on. Be. 100%. Oh. Someone reach out. Someone will reach out. Yeah, it's just insane. Like not only is Stephen Crichton one of the centers, where I, I've said all year that Burden's a better selection than Crichton, but then Bradman Best as well. Yeah, well, go figure. I think they've put Crichton back on top of side for this game. Yeah, on the right. Yeah, but um, wouldn't it be crazy if you had a premiership winning left center on the field? Yeah. And hear me out, Josh. Hear me out. Just give me give me time to cook. But what if that premiership winning Dally M center of the year that played left center and will be playing left center had his club winger outside of him? That would be the winger crazy. that he's like. It's one of the great duos in rugby league. That would be crazy. That'd be silly, to be honest. Yeah, no, no. Honestly, why would you even pick that? That's rude to Bradman Best. <laughs> You're being rude. <laughs> But he hates all Queenslanders, so it's all good. Yeah. He, yeah, he hates all... He, hates he said all he wants to punch on with Queenslanders in high school, so... Yeah. Well, the last person that said that, their game one didn't turn out very well for them, so... Who was that? Hines? Hines. Yeah. I hate them all. I hate them all. <laughs> yeah. And then, like... So, you got the weird bench. You got the weird centre selection. And then Cody Walker at 5'8". Over Hines. I get it if he picked Cody Walker in game two. Yeah. If he's... 
Changing it for game three, why wouldn't you go Hines? Especially like Cody Walker is like 34 years old. I know. He's not going to be the... And then Andrew Johns came out this week and said, oh, I can see Cody playing till 38. Yeah. Are you serious, mate? <laughs> like, how many players have played till they're 38? Yeah, I don't even think Cameron Smith played for that That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. It's like, 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 I know a lot of the greats had a lot of medical, or medical, more injuries yeah. concerns to why they retired. Like, you got Slater, Thurston, more recently. Even Joey, yeah. Joey, they all had injury concerns when they retired. Yeah. But you think Cody Walker is going to play till he's 38? Yeah. He's like, he's not even in the conversation for, like, like, best like halves in rugby league at all and you think he's mm. gonna play that long yeah. like he's good like he's probably in career best and everyone, at the moment, but... everyone always says oh but he debuted late it's like yeah he did debut late but that doesn't mean he just gets an extra 10 years after everyone exactly does that mean like age does, so that mean, does that mean like Sawali's gonna retire at like, 26 like yeah literally. that's not how it works yeah exactly <laughs> it doesn't matter when you debut everyone retires around 35 yeah like, that's just that's right yeah, especially as a half halves halves mm. tend to have a bit more longevity than most other positions yeah less contact and not so much needing legs, it's more about technique and wits. Yeah. But um, yeah, just and that like game two, obviously Hines didn't get picked, and they were talking about like you talk about you know the right time to blood people, and Moses got picked because he'd played one game, he'd been blooded. Is this not the perfect time to blood Nico Hines in a dead rubber at Sydney, where like yeah. the result literally doesn't matter? Yeah, why not put him there? Like, yeah, when name a better time in the future that there's going to be like Cleary's going to be back. Moses already second in line to Cleary. Yeah. You got all these people fighting over five eight, yeah. and like game one next year is going to the series is on the line. Game two next year the series is on the line. Do it now. There's no better time to yeah you know, bloody him. It's yeah. just so silly. I agree. I agree. Um, I was also going to mention I've seen a lot of things going around online about the Blues. Obviously, what hasn't what hasn't been going around online yeah, about already. the Blues? <laughs> um, but there a lot of people talking about their ideal lineups for next year, and yeah. they're talking about. Nathan Cleary being that Andrew Johns kind of player and maybe going into nine. Yeah, I've seen a lot of chat about Cleary going into nine. What do you what do you make of it? I get it, but I don't get you don't it. Rate it. I get it, but I don't. Oh, I think he'd do a job there. Oh, I think he would. But he's the best halfback in the game. That's my point. <laughs> Why would you move him? It's like And then like I get like, oh, but Joey did it. It's like that was what twenty years, 10, 20 years ago. The game's changed so much. Exactly. It was literally 20 years ago. Like, that was around 03, 04. How many tackles do does a hooker yeah, make in a game? Yeah. And, like, yes, Cleary defensively is very, very good. Probably one of the best halves defensively in the mm. comp. But why would you waste him and his kicking game yeah. at nine? And you'd bring in Hines, who I love Nico. I'm a Cronulla fan. But he is nowhere near as good of a kicking game as Cleary yeah, does. No like, way. Especially a long kicking game. Mm. Cleary's way better. And like as I said, like Cleary'd probably do a job there to be fair. Like especially with his wits and stuff. Like you think Cameron Smith, like his footy IQ would hook up. I think Cleary could be of the same one, but he's you're just wasting yeah. the kicking game. People, yeah, and then people are making comparisons to Ben Hunt about how he plays a hooker. Yeah. But it's completely different. Ben Hunt plays there own, and he gets rotated. I get mm. a feeling that if Cleary was there... He'd be 80 minutes. He'd be 80 minutes well, and, you, and then put a utility well, on the you're bench. you're not rotating with Cleary because why would you bench Exa- Cleary? Exactly, that's my point. <laughs> so if you're picking Cleary at nine, you're not picking another hooker. There's no yeah. chance, no shot. Unless you're an idiot. Exactly. Like, you'd be stupid to pick another hooker because you're not... Like, you can't mm. have Cleary sitting on the bench in state of origin. He's, like, one of the game's best players. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what about... Um, a Blues coach. Obviously, Brad Fittler. Mm. I think he's last year at the Blues. He's got he's signed for next year as well. No, I think no, I think he's off contract this year. Is he? I kept, I thought the same thing. I thought he, he was signed on to next year, but he said something in a press conference that I think he said this October. I think it's the best. I so, think it's I the, for the best. Do you, do you he's, research? I, think, I think it's the for the best he steps down. 
Mm, I agree. No. Stay in the job, Brad. <laughs> stay in the job. Um, <laughs> Brad Filler, please quit. <laughs> no, please, please. Please stay. I, I love you and your job. You're doing a great oh, job for oh. my boys. Um, but who do we see as number one candidate? I said to you 20 minutes after the game finished, game two finished, I said Michael Maguire. And I'm st- the more I think about it, the more it makes sense. I'm still going Michael Maguire. If I was a Blues <laughs> fan, I feel the exact same way. As a Queensland fan, who would you pick? Trent Barrett, maybe? <laughs> Mick Ennis. Mick Ennis. Hey, don't diss the Bulldog Sharks legend Mick Ennis like that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going Michael Maguire, I think. Obviously, he's not coaching at a club at the, at the moment. He's a very emotional yeah. coach and a very passionate coach. I think in the two months that Origin goes on, that emotion's enough. But if you had him for the course of a season, mm. it's just too much. Yeah. He's obviously assistant at Canberra at the moment. Mm. Um, But I think he'd happily leave that job. To I be think the Blues. you can keep an assistant coach job and coach origin to be honest i agree i think head coaching and origin is different but assistant coaching i actually i actually think that um if he didn't take the dragons job flanagan would have been a good option yeah 100%. and even hasler if he didn't take the titans gig that's still such a weird appointment that's still so weird to me yeah fair enough why like do you think kieran foreign had something to do with it right i think it's ben Arndt. i think ben Arndt had something to do with but it. but they've never been playing under each well, other i think des hasler went to ben hunt and said, I'm going for the Titans gig if I get it, like, signed. And then, like, they sort of came to an agreement. This is just... The, I don't actually think this yeah. happened. This is my theory. It's it's a pretty out there. But And then he goes to the Titans and says, hey, you want Ben Hunt? You have to hire me as coach because he's only agreed to come if I'm the coach. And sort of blackmailed him. Because it was so, like, gig. Justin Holbrook's job has always has been on the line a lot. But, like, I think he was kind of safe for most of the parts this year. He was... Like, they're in... They're battling for the eight. Yeah, they're, they're, not, good, they're, not doing, they're, the not doing, they're not doing too bad. And then obviously news broke about Tino and David Feeder this week, and yeah, with the clause in their contracts. Yeah, um, and apparently Melbourne as well as obviously the dogs we've mentioned are in for mm. Tino as well. Um, Canberra still look the front runners for Feeder. Yeah, I think they've offered him about a mil a year because obviously yeah. they got that widened money. Yeah, I think it's credit to the Titans though for keeping it under wraps. Like nobody knew what was happening. Yeah, they did want to hide it. Yeah, well, I was at I was at nine that week. Yeah, true. And I and one of the journalists got the call, and he's like, "Well, this just happened," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I, and the newsroom would have been going crazy. Yeah. Oh, the four people that were on the sports desk were like scurrying around, yeah. trying to get trying to get graphics. It's like <laughs> yeah. we need we need footage of Des right now. Like, yeah. oh, it was um, but yeah, no, it was um, it was definitely an eventful um, eventful week there. But, yeah. Yeah. Um. Do we want to take a cut and then we can get into the next segment, I reckon? Yes, wait. Yeah, too easy. All right, we're back. And instead of just talking about, you know, the rugby league, I figured we'd try and incorporate a little bit of a game. Mm. We'll do a draft. A draft. And I think it's only appropriate. I'm a Cronulla fan. You're a Dogs fan. The best players to ever play for both clubs. Both clubs. Both yeah. clubs. Um, how do we decide who goes first? You know, the old reliable scissors, paper, rock. I think we can't go wrong with that. Cool. All right. Scissors, paper, rock. Oh, I won. I do. So, oh, I never win. So the way we do it is it you get one, I get yeah. one, two, you yeah. get two, three. So, I, yeah, yeah, snake order. So. Snake order. All right, first, you get second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Cool. Eighth, All right. Tenth. Who are you going with first then? First pick? Yeah, like, this is going to take some thinking, I think, to like, right. work out, you know, players that have played for both clubs, but... You know, there are there are a couple off the top of my head. And so with the first pick, I'm taking Michael Ennis. That's a very good pick. 
Premiership winner at Canola. Yeah. And it hurts me to take Michael Ennis because there's somebody else, one of my favourite all-time players, that I'm probably handing to you. You are. But I think Michael Ennis... How about two? Good option. You're probably going to hand me two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. So my number one pick um, is going to be Josh Morris. Oh, true. I didn't even think of him. Josh Morris. He actually oh, played for Cronulla. And Barely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He actually he actually got one set of Origin game as a Cronulla player. Really? There yeah, you he go. Did. yeah, he did. There you go. And then um, my number two is obviously going to be the Queenslander himself, Ben Barber. Yeah. <laughs> His prime is compared to that of 2009 um, person in prison we won't name. Um <laughs> And, Honestly, um, and ben 2020 had his history. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, and then, and then um, 2021 Turbo as well. All three of them compared for their prime seasons. But, Just um, keep in mind his prime season. Where was that at? The dogs. Yeah, unfortunately. But, but he won a premiership. Yeah, like, where did he win his premiership? Yeah, but he won his premiership. He said Canada. on a podcast that like his favorite season of his career was the Sharks one. Oh, it, it would be. It would be. Yeah, of the premiership. Yeah, but he was also doing other stuff that year as well <laughs> that we only found out years later. Um, all right. right, you got your two, three. Yeah, so the second, my second overall pick, I'm going Dale Finucane. Mm, that stings. <laughs> that stings. Current Shark legend. That and now this is where it gets true because I can't. I'm struggling to think of any more. You might have to do some editing here, Josh. Yeah. One eternity later. Because you said there's you you got I've, up eleven. I've got I've, I have a list of eleven, but I don't want to show you. I'm I'm, I'm I'm actually going to keep it fair. I'm going to keep my phone there. I'm just, like because. You give me no prep. Well, you did give me prep. I told, I, you, I, told, prep. I told you. I told you. I told you a bit in the minutes. Yeah. Um, were they current? Or like, like how old were um, some of them? Were we going back a bit? So, one of them's recent, kind of. Um, one's still playing, but not at either of our clubs. Um, then, yeah, there's a few. There's a few there. And there's a couple that are retired as well. Most of them are retired. But they were still like recently, like yeah. they wouldn't. They've played in the last like 10, 15 years. Uh, I literally can't think of any. Can't think of any. <laughs> okay. Um. Can I Google? Go for it. Go for it. I'll let you Google. I'm just gonna pull up a list of sharks players because I know all the world players. Yeah. No, because that's what I did last night. I went through um, Canterbury players, yeah, and then you're like, oh, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, he's played for Cronulla, and one of them I had a guess because I had a feeling he did, and he made one appearance for Cronulla, and he scored, one, and he scored one try. So he's a try scoring legend. What a guy! I should go like back and into. Fun fact about this player: he's probably going to be around my number five, but he actually plays in my local rugby league comp, Group Six. There you go. Two of them do actually. Two of them play Group Six rugby league. Now, a couple of legends here. getting yeah. around. Yeah, mate. They play. Just get. They play down in Camden. What a guy. Oh, I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of names that like ring bells now. All right, go. So I'm gonna take Jonathan Wright. He wasn't even on my list. I'm taking Jonathan Wright. He was a grand finalist at the Bulldogs. Yeah. Really underrated winger. Does that mean? Oh, I've got to pick two. No, no. You oh, did I... Finucan, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, So yeah. I get four, five now. Yeah. Oh, actually, I'm really happy about that. I am going to go with Brett Kamali. Oh, yeah, he's literally origin player. He should have been honestly. He should have been number one. Nah, I think that. I think. I, I think the picks that went before best. him were good. Yeah, fair enough. And then, oh, you know what? Just because I have an emotional attachment to this player, just because he's so funny. Sharon Woods, mate. Sharon oh, Woods at number five. You can have him, bro. Sharon Woods. <laughs> Brad should have picked him in the blue squad. He no. knows it. <laughs> no, you can have him. I'll show you. I'll show you the list now because there's actually wait. So yeah, I've, I've got to pick two more. There's current 
There's two current dogs players that are on this list. Really? Yeah, two current dogs players. One of them's pretty obvious. Oh, you know how I'm taking action. I'm going to take Aiden Tolman. That's that's the one I was going to pick instead yeah, of. I'm taking um, Aiden instead Tolman. of Aaron Woods. I was going to pick Aiden Tolman, but I had to pick Aaron Woods. Oh yeah. I don't know if I want him though. <laughs> no, there's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah, there's one in the current. There's four. Oh, there's, what? There's four. All right, and number five, Trent Hodkinson. No, he played for Cronulla. Oh my god! No, I forgot about him. Bulldogs legend, oh, origin legend, how did he origin go, folklore. How, how did he go at the five? Oh. Last pick of the draft. I've got an origin you, superstar. You actually might have saved that at. He broke the streak. Oh my god! I forgot he played at Cronulla. My other four were obviously Kyle Flanagan. Yep. Franklin Pele. Oh yeah, true. Um, Bryson Goodwin yeah and uh, Tony T-Rex Williams played one game for Cronulla oh there you go you know there's somebody on that list that you might want to take here because I think you have one more pick left I do actually you know, I'm not going to tell Wait, you because no. you might take it I know I had Josh Morris Ben Barber you went 2-2 two, two, and now you get one yeah I got one to, this is potentially to win the draft oh is there one that I'm forgetting like a big one there's like, a big one you're forgetting mate I don't know no. Oh, people are going to be screaming right now. Um, I think my safest bet is to go with... Because you know what? He did play Origin. I've got to go with Tony Williams. Yeah, fair. He did play Origin. Not at either of our clubs, I don't think. Uh, like, no, no, not I, that that matters. But I, think, like, I think he played whilst he was at the Dogs. Um, he might have the first year. Or was he, he, was at, or was he at Para? Or para. Oh, oh, no, it would have been Manly. Right, yeah, he was ma- such a dud. <laughs> yeah. You know who you left off? Who? Michael Leisha. Yeah. All right. That's but that's. Yeah. I was just say yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Nah. Nah. That that definitely wasn't on my list. Just going, How did I forget Trent Hodkinson? I'm actually going to quickly whip up his stats. Just going through this list, there's a couple that you haven't named. Avis Samuel Fage. Do you remember him? Nope. He played for us, I think, last year. Daniel Mortimer. Obviously, he wasn't very good, but like... He played four games for Cronulla, Trent Hodkinson. There you go. I don't even remember him playing at the Sharks. That's why That's why it slipped my mind. Yeah. Four games. Oh, he played... Fulmanu s- Brown? Yeah, yeah. And then, as I said, like, Leisha. Daniel Holdsworth. I just remember him at Dogs in Newcastle. And I don't Newcastle. Rem- I don't even remember him at Manly. Don't ya? Nah. That's where he, like, debuted. Oh, he's born in Campbelltown, my area. Like, what a guy. Um, but, yeah... Far out, I forget him. That Trent Hodkinson, legend. Trent Hodkinson. I think that generally that, that draft might be pretty even. Rennie like, Matua, Trent Barrett. I guess he didn't play for the Bulldogs though. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty even, I reckon. Yeah, I think that. Because oi, oi, Aaron Woods me. in his prime was like top three props in the game. And like, that's the like it depends how the audience want to judge it. Like we're we going their prime at each club, their the highest level ever. The if highest we go level the, either if club. we go the lowest low of all those players. Like that draft is shocking. Like, oh, literally, yeah. like literally, Broncos Ben Barber. Yeah, bloody Brisbane Michael Ennis. Yeah. Like you get You're like Knights Hodkinson. Yeah, exactly. You get the worst of the worst. Shark, of these Sharks Josh Morris. Not funny. Not funny. No, nah, he played reserve grade at one stage for us. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Played cup for us at one stage. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Because some of the like, if you take him at the absolute peak. Yeah, you got origin players, but if you take them at their lowest, you got Australian trash. players. Yeah, <laughs> you got Josh Morris. Yeah. who played for Australia. So did yeah. Ben Barber. Like, yeah, literally insane. And then um, you think about it. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Like, you get those players that have played those rep games, and obviously, like, 
some of them on the bottom of the list, like that, obviously like Franklin Pele and Cole yeah. Flanagan, probably never going to play a rep game in their yeah. life. Um, but yeah, I think Brett Kamali's the one that oh. went that. That's I think that's your shocker. That's, that's a, that might be a downfall. But people a, will probably let us know who won. Yeah. I think it's pretty even, but I think maybe just me. I'm, just, I'm happy to lean towards you. That's just like, Kamal, like you got Kamali Morris Barber. Yeah. Like if Sharon. You get, if, you get, if you take the three best players from either side. I wanted Fanukin, eh? I wanted Fanukin just because. Well, I don't want Ennis, Fanukin, Hodkinson's probably my top three. And then. Well, F- Hodkinson would be one of your best <laughs> for your favourite players of all time. Legend, mate. Legend. Legend. He yeah. did so much for the dogs. Yeah. As a dogs fan, man, it's like. It's like me trying to let go of Nico right now. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like. Because Bulldogs, we don't have that many rope players, right? Like, yeah. We went through that period where we were good in the early 10s and we had Hogginson and Reynolds and Clemmer and Jackson all in Origin. And to see, like, your club halfback win and, like, not only win an Origin for your state, like, an Origin series, but to break the eight year streak, like, that is historic that he's the one. And, like, it was like he scored the try and kicked the goal. Yeah. Like, not only was he off, he won. Like, it was such a good time. Speaking of Origin and streaks. What do we think of Queensland doing a clean sweep? Oh, I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it. I think they'll do I it. I think a core is not a fortress like Suncorp. Oh, and not ev- at any, all. Any, any rugby league fan can see that. Especially in a dead rubber. <laughs> exactly. And I think, like, you've got suburban rugby league grounds that you may consider fortresses like Belmore, mm. even Shark Park to an extent. Yeah. Blue Bet Stadium where Penrith play at. Brookvale Rocky, to an extent. Leichhardt. Yeah, Leichhardt. Yeah. All those stadiums are fortresses, but Suncorp. Just nothing compares. Like, imagine having a 40,000 capacity stadium and it's just always full. And it's literally full of Queensland fans. Yeah. And and, and at, obviously, you get your pockets at a core of Queensland fans. Yeah. But it's not like that at all at Suncorp. It's yeah. literally a sea of red. Yeah. It's just, it's another level Suncorp stadium. I'm going to try and get there next year for Origin, I reckon. I'm going to try, I'm like, gonna try oh, and get so there. I was there for Magic Round. It's just like the way the stadium is, it just echoes and everything. It's yeah. just so loud. Insane. Insane. Predictions for the game? I'm going to go, if we're doing like margins and stuff, I think Queensland 13 plus. I actually had a multi on. I put So Monday morning, yep. I put on this bet because Origin teams were, all the rumors were coming out and it was saying, you know, Walker's going to get picked or like all these South players are going to get picked. And I was looking at the Bulldogs head to head, like they were paying like $4 or something. And I'm like, if all these players are out, surely that comes in. And so I put a multi together of the Bulldogs. I threw in the Sharks for some value. And then I put in Queensland 13+. plus cause, And it's still riding? Um, I, I, I'll come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> I put in Queensland 13+, plus because once again, all the South players getting picked in Origin, that's going to make New South Wales less likely to win. Yeah. So the reverse effect. And so that, like, it all came in. But as teams got announced, the bet was like, the cash out was higher than the bet place like it was already a profit yeah and the Sharks leg got up and then the Bulldogs leg got up and there was a cheeky cash out sitting there and I was like oh do I ride this into Origin like 13 plus I cashed it out and put on like a cheeky little less than $2 bet because I, I was like I just want to turn it into 100 and I'll cash it out and so I rolled it into the Dolphins Titans game and I got all the legs except a try scorer I had I had Valance or um 
Come Pereira to either of them to score a try and neither of them scored a try. How I know, like how so low as well. <clears throat> Come Pereira had one disallowed, so that was just absolutely heartbreaking. But yeah, in saying all that, I'm going to stick with what was in my multi: Queensland 13 plus. I hope they don't win 13 plus though, because that'll hurt. Not only as a New South hope and South think are two different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as a New South Wales fan, it'll hurt. As somebody who had that bet on, it'll hurt. <laughs> yeah, but um, what do you think? I think I can see it going the same way. Queensland 13 plus. I was actually looking before you came around today and I was looking at it. it at, I think it was paying at 10 bucks and it was Crichton six points or more because he'll be kicking for the Blues. Yeah. Um, Queensland 13 plus and then either... Um, Don't place that bet. Moses kicks for the Blues. I don't think he does. I think he did. He did in no, game two. Did he in game two? Are you sure? Yeah. Moses is a goal kicker. Yeah, I know, but so is Crichton. Yeah. I feel I feel like Moses will goal kick. Okay. Did, did I, did, I, I didn't put it, but I think Crichton... Double might... check it, because I feel yeah. like Moses will be goal kicking. Yeah. Be wrong. I'm going to check the game two <clears throat> scorecard. And then I had either... I think it was going to be either Tulungi or Coates to score. Maybe they got Crichton doing it just to take pressure off Moses. To yeah. Um, State of origin. Yeah, Moses is a better goal kicker than Crichton. Yeah, Crichton. There you go. Okay. Ooh. Obviously, for the only one try you scored, but... That's he, interesting. He did kick it. It must be to take pressure off Moses. Yeah, that's why I was going to put Crichton six or more, because mm. obviously, yeah. if, he scores, if, if yeah. he scores a try and kicks one... I love going goal kickers four or six plus. Yeah. So good. It's like, it's like, it's like Nico. Nico's a, Nico or Burton's a great kick for yeah. six plus. Yeah. Um, they can score a try. They exactly. Three goals. Exactly. Mm. 100%. Um, what about... Do, you go. Oh, no, you, know, you go. Sorry. So what about a try scorer? A try scorer. Well, for, for, let's spice it up. Should first. we go for a, Should we go for a roughy try scorer, or should we go just play? Let's go roughies. Let's go roughies. Big red. Oh, yes, my guy. He, I reckon. I reckon. Do you think even Brimo's a roughy? Oh, I don't know if I'd say he's a roughy. He's too good. He scored on Debu. I mean, like sort of, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, he's not. I, I, he's not Hammer. <laughs> That's a no, guarantee. actually, the only reason Big Red won't score is because he's coming off the interchange. He'll That's score. It. It was you, cool. you get that. You get a feeling that he's going to score a me. I wish he still had that mullet. Oh man! I'll give you a roughie, Daniel Saifidi. Yeah, Jacob scored under the post in game three last year. Oh no, sorry, it is Jacob. So I'm I going to mix up. It's, yeah. that's why. Yeah, Jacob Saifidi off the bench. He scored in his last game. He scored it under the post last year. Yeah. Um, he's got form. Yeah, and who else are the front rowers? I'm just trying to think. Cotter. That's probably not a bad shout either. Yeah, Cotter. Collins. <laughs> Collins, he'll jump over Teddy. He's going for the. Lewis <laughs> he'll officially end Teddy's career as a rep football. <laughs> I'll give you one, Chez. Chez is a good shout. Yeah, his last Origin game. Nah, he'll play next year. You reckon? I reckon he retires. What on a series win? Yeah, I reckon he's going to go out. And then, who, and then, what? Ben Hunt will play halfback. Yeah, or Dearden. Can Dearden play seven? I'd rather. I might have Dearden off the bench. No, nah, I want. I want to see. I want to see Hunt at halfback, and then I want to see Marnie off. The I'll bench. tell you, future. I don't know if he's a Queensland. He probably isn't, but future Queensland halfback. Toby Sexton. He is Queensland halfback. There you he's, go. He's he'll, be, he'll be the halfback. <laughs> Give it time. I know a lot of people sort of toss up Tanner Boyd oh, as like like oh. down the track. I like Sexton, Sexton more than Boyd. Yeah. I like Sexton more than Boyd. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder why you affirm that. <laughs> um, do we want to do some tips for the week and, yeah. then call, and then call it there? Let's have a look at you know the games coming up this weekend I can't recite them off the top of my head yeah I know Knights and Tigers are playing on Friday night yeah Knights Tigers Friday night at McDonald Jones you gotta go I'm going not I'm going Knights yeah 
at home against the Tigers. Since KP's gone back to fullback, they look like a whole different team. Yeah, don't they? Yeah. And, like, they beat Premiership heavyweights the Bulldogs by 66. <laughs> so, like, obviously they're a pretty good team. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they'll do the Tigers at home. Yeah. They'll do them. I'm, I'm, I'm saying 1-12, to 12, though. The I'm, odds don't suggest that. Honestly, but... I'm going to go... Yeah. I, I said before the Bulldogs game that the Knights, the only wait, the only times they win is they just grind out games. And in losses as well, they're just a grinding team. But then they put 66 on the Bulldogs. I'm like, oh, well, they can win big. Yeah. But I'm, I'll, they can I'll put go points on that. if they want. Yeah. But do you reckon Bradman Best will back up? And Jacob Saifidi? Probably depends how Origin goes. I think if... What other... I don't do, know. Do Knights have any other players out? Bradman no, Best, Jacob Saifidi. Any Knights plays Friesland? No, Gagai doesn't play. So, no, it's just them two. Yeah, I... I... Got, it's hard because the Knights have depth at the back anyway. They've got like Anari Tawala and Dom Young, obviously. I'll back and best to back up. I'll I, back him in. I say I say Jacob backs up because he's coming off the interchange. Yeah, but not but not yeah, best fair. if he goes eighty minutes. Yeah, it, it depends. Like for instance, if Best starts dropping a stinker, he'll put Gutherson at centre and then Best. And will... like if if Best isn't like involved, if he doesn't get through much work, he'll back up. Yeah, it just depends how the game goes. Yeah, hundred percent. So hard to predict. He'll be he'll be busy on that side. That's yeah. It that's is that's ho- that's Holmes' side. And that, yeah, yeah. If it was ha- if, if it was if it was hammer it, if it was hammer it, it'd be a long day. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He is arguably player of the series. I reckon. Arguably, yeah, he's up there. It's either Definitely. him or Collins or Cotter. Or them Cotter. three. I feel like my smoke is cherry. Yeah, he's just been. If he can have a man of the match performance game through, I think he gets it. Yeah, it would have been Reese Walsh if he was playing mm. game three. Yeah, Hammer's a good shout as well. Yeah, Reese Walsh would have probably been it if it was game three. But um, yeah, what do we think of that for him getting suspended for the discipline? He he should have got a longer suspension. <laughs> nah, honestly, my honest take. Do you reckon he was actually saying it to the I ref? I think or... he was talking to Carrigan well, from what yeah. I've read and heard. Well, I heard two different stories. I heard it was at Fafita, and then I heard it was yeah, at Carrigan. Right. I heard he was saying it to David Fafita, but then he was, wasn't looking at Fafita, he was looking at Carrigan. He was looking at Carrigan. And, and then the David Fafita Carrigan. got on the stand at the judiciary and tried to fight for him, and he said, and when, he, when he said it at the ref, I mean Paddy. Yeah, that's where he sort of got screwed. I think if he doesn't say that, he probably gets off, to be honest. He'll be off with like a, like, a, like a heavy fine. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good for the Bulldogs because he misses the Bulldogs game this weekend. And yeah, and they've got, they've got Sailor playing at fullback, eh? Mm. Tristan, Tristan Sailor. He doesn't look too bad. He, yeah, he's had some good good games this year. Yeah, yeah, because he played obviously when I don't know if he played the game. Did he play the game when um, he was out for game two? Because yeah. I know he played game yeah, one against the Waz, and he killed it. Like, yeah, game one. Yeah, one game game one. He killed it. I remember when he filled in for Walsh because then the week after Walsh backed up against Cronulla and we just looked awful. Yeah. Um. Mm, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Broncos, that's. That's the next game against the mighty Bulldogs at Belmont. Is he going to poo on Josh Reynolds' party? Or I know he's not going to play in this game, but is he still going to poo on the party? Well, this is, this is interesting because, once again, who's going to back up? Like, are they going to back up or not? Paddy would back up. Because you got you got so many well, Broncos still, players. Yeah, there's still no Flegler or Walsh. Yeah. Um, and then you got Paddy, Haas. Haas, Paddy. Um, oh, I think the fact it's in Sydney makes it likely that they Cobo's Cobo's not playing Origin so he'll be playing yeah um I still think that's a weird selection eh they didn't pick Cobo yeah that was very very weird I get he likes too longy but I think my ideal wing, I get my ideal wingers are probably Coates and Cobo going. I would have gone Cobo Tolongi for game three 
Coates came in. They looked more dominant in game two, but do you think that's just because the squad was worse? Like, <laughs> like the New South Wales team was worse, yeah. In game Suncorp. Yeah, I think the New South Wales team was Cobo's so good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, as a New South Wales player, like whoever's meant to be marking him, who's that winger? Toto. Yeah. Be cheering. Yeah. I guess maybe they want to go the aerial route again. I mean, I think. Oh no, no. I think Coates offers has more assets to his game than Cobo, but I think the areas where Cobo and Coates can both do, Cobo can just do better. Yeah. Like he's quicker. Actually, maybe not. Coates is actually really quick. Coates Cause, is cause he, only because his stride is so. But long. like, what about that try Cobo scored? I think there wasn't on the weekend. It was the weekend before he just like chip and chased over the Broncos. That was that was disrespect. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. I'm saying I'm going to say Broncos one to twelve. I'm going to go. My doggy's thirteen plus. <laughs> Reynolds Reynolds to back up Cup in first yeah. grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, Manly Cowboys. This one's tricky because it is at Brookvale. Yeah. And no turbo. Before the last month, the Cowboys have been bad in Sydney, like really bad. But now they've sort of found their footing. There's a few players that'll be hoping to back up obviously like Scotty Drinkwater's in camp but he he won't play you'd assume yeah but yeah I'm gonna go Cowboys in this one yeah I'm gonna go Cowboys as well I, sh- I think if, if Drinkwater was named in the blue squad then I'd probably say Manly yeah. and swing it as I said like because the game's in Sydney way easier for him to back up yeah because there's a lot of players gonna, they're gonna back up you've got Nene Cotter um Bull Drinkwater's 18 too longy, too longy. I was about to say hammer, but he's at Dolphins. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I got Cowboys. I reckon they're a close one. And yeah. then I'm saying Melbourne are going to thrash the Roosters. Yeah, I agree. I think Melbourne get it done. Oh, they, I'm going to go one to twelve. I reckon they kill them. I reckon they blow them out of the water, I especially think, with those players coming back from rep. I don't look. I, I don't reckon Munster backs up here. No, they'll play with Jonah Pezzett. Mm. He's, he's a, a gun. He's a gun. I was watching him at um, Campbelltown Stadium when I when yeah. Tawley scored his first try, and he was just ripping. Nah, he's so a good. good. Um, I, I actually think that West were looking at him. I heard yeah. reports that the, I don't blame him. Yeah, he's a gun. He's really really good because they obviously had they had a lot of young kids like they're trying to blood a lot of kids like Tyron Wishart and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, I think that Jonah Pezzett, he's he's. He could be anything. He could be anything. <laughs> nah, he's such a good player. Um, and then you got the Waz versus Cronulla. In New Zealand. The market surprised me a little bit. I didn't think it'd be that tight. But it sort of makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? We've got no players out to rep footy. Neither do the Waz. Where are the Warriors on the ladder at the moment? Yeah. This is, this is Warriors 1-12. Are they, are they sixth? Yes. Yeah, Sharks can't beat top eight teams in New Zealand. Sean Johnson's just had a kid. Don't the boys like that. I'm not, saying Nico Masterclass. <laughs> Cronulla 1-12. So it's always so tough in. I reckon that's one of the hardest away trips at the moment. Warriors in New Zealand. It is. They've, they've, they've built Panthers, a fortress but... since COVID. Yeah. It's like it's like got not obviously the history and the aura like Suncorp, but the fans go off as much as they do at Suncorp. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. The signs. I remember the Radley sign that got made. Like get in the bin. Yeah. yeah it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then we got two more games, and then I think we might call it for the day. Um, we got Dolphins versus Penrith. I can see it's going no other way. Cleary's meant to come back. I've heard. He if, has, I'd push him back another week if I was. The team team sheets come out in three hours. Yeah. So we'll know for sure whether he'll be back. I don't think. I don't think Ivan's going to play him. Surely you'd give him just that. As soon as he's ready, Jack Cobb's Jack Cobb's been doing well. Even two weeks, because I think they play us next week. Give him two, like not biasly, because I don't want him to play against us. Like as a, like if you're the Panthers, surely rest him. 
Yeah, your your final against bottom fourteen. Your finals coming up. It's round twenty. Like you don't want to rush him back with his like a hamstring as well. Like I think honestly they should rest him for two weeks. Yeah, I say yeah. I reckon... Give him all the time he can... Jack Cogger's doing his bit. And he can return against the Sharks. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> all right. be super fit. So, you going? You going Dolphins or Panthers? I'm going Penrith and Absolute Onslaught. Yeah, I'll go Penrith here as well. And then Para versus Titans. And I'm going to go Titans. Oh, for the upset. Moses backing up. RCG backing up. Gutho. Gutho. All backing up. I'm going Eels. Dylan Brown in the news. Yeah. Not for the right reasons. <laughs> nah, Eels have been Titans really have been well on lately. fire. Been scoring points for fun. Mm. It looked good on the weekend against the Dolphins. Para have been on a bit of a run recently. Yeah. I think that's all going to come to an end. Yeah, I'm going... I can't... I'm not tipping against Para here. They've been playing some real good footy. It annoys me. Yeah. It annoys me. I think Moses was arguably the best player for the Blues in yeah. game two. He was top uh, him, him or Liam Martin. Liam Martin's been the best player for you guys all series. Ty. Always does the job. Yeah, he's... But yet again, I think his best asset is just still his kick... Like, he's just his PCM and... Oh, 100%. PCM yeah. and kick return meters. Like He's just a front rower. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, I just... Yeah, like, he's attacking... I mean, the Blues in general attacking have been shit, but... Mm. You know, I just don't know. I can't put my finger... Like, there's no real area of the Blues where you can put your finger on it and be like, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the issue. We need yeah. to change this. It's just like, we're just playing crap. I think it's coaching. <laughs> what? Who said that? Um, but yeah, that's our tips. Yeah, sweet. Too easy. All right. Well, thank you, Winston, for coming on today. Oh, I really, I really appreciate it. Always and love jumping on and talking some rugby league. Yeah, well... Uni's off at the moment, so we don't get yeah. don't get this opportunity. I haven't seen you in a minute either, so yeah, we don't get this opportunity all too often. So it's glad to have you on, and um, go check out the Orange Peels podcast. They've just posted their Origin preview, and their um, weekend yeah. review will be out later in the week. Yeah, that drops Thursday. Make sure you subscribe. Check the score podcast. Hit the subscribe yeah, button. Check the score Follow podcast. Follow on Spotify. Yeah, bit of a collab here, and um, we'll see you next time. Sweet. Let's try it. <laughs>